This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about granola. And we should specify homemade granola, none of that store-bought stuff. Yeah, I think maybe we were uh, unduly chastened by um, someone who said we were doing too many uh, commercial food tastings. We made our own granola today. We're not even tasting any commercial granola, so take that. Take that, commercial granola. Uh, Yeah, so... uh, I had never, no, I'd made granola once before. I made this granola the day before yesterday. And um, I had made granola once before and it was not very good. This one I'm pretty happy with. Uh, but uh, what let's, do you what do you mean by not very good? Or should we should we wait? And talk maybe about we should that? take okay. a, a walk okay. down memory lane first. Let's and my do. walk's gonna be pretty short because I'm not really sure whether I, I I'm sure I ate granola growing up, but I don't have any strong memories of it. So my first memory of granola involved a boxed granola called Quaker 100% Natural. Oh, I did. I absolutely remember that cereal. I think that Quaker still makes a granola, but I don't think they call it... I mean, the like the name of this yes. product was Quaker 100% Natural Granola. Anyway, and it was so delicious. It was, yep. it was sweet. You know, it was kind of like Cracklin' Oat Bran. It was a that, lot like that, In that yes. it tasted way too good to be as good for you as they promised. Right. I think it sure was, it I think it was full of... of fats and preservatives and definitely Mm, lots of sugar. It was so good. It was wonderful. And I remember being somewhere on vacation with my parents and with my mother's twin sister and her children and husband and sitting around eating Quaker 100% natural out of the box. Oh, I was just going to ask if you were just reaching into the box. You just ate it with your hands. Straight out of the box. I think like while watching some children's television show. Oh, yes. If you're a cereal manufacturer, I think that's how you know you've got a hit product on your hand is when when testers, like, you know, reach into the box with their dirty claws and just Mm -hmm. claw the cereal out of there and stuff it into their disgusting mouths. Stuff it. Stuff it. (laughs) (laughs) I want to work for one of those (laughs) cereal manufacturers. (laughs) Sounds great. (laughs) Okay. So, um, so are, are you still into stuffing it? 
<laughs> absolutely, yes. And I also like eating granola out of the box. Uh-huh. Um, I uh, yeah, I will absolutely snack on granola. I have been uh, opening the uh, the Gladware tub and and stuffing some of this granola that's been sitting around for the last couple of days. When you eat it for breakfast, do you eat it with yogurt or milk? I think about 50-50. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's Greek yogurt around, I will definitely gravitate toward that. You, we already know how I feel about Greek yogurt. You already know how I feel about Greek yes. yogurt. Um, yeah, you're, we already know that you're out of step with America. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's, that's okay, because we're not going to talk about how I feel about that John Green you know, book. we should... Okay. okay, so now um, <laughs> nobody will ever hear the, the terrible things I said about the book, the, about America's Sweetheart book. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, so granola. So, so granola. So we're snacking it, we're stuffing it. We're stuffing it. Um, you were talking about, uh, oh, we were talking about Greek yogurt. Yeah, how I'm out of step with America. Right. So, yeah, so I like it, I like it in granola. Um, <laughs> uh, I love it in grapefruit. Wow, things were going so well that that last episode we recorded really went smoothly. Yeah, I like I like grapefruit stirred into my granola. <laughs> no, uh, okay, so you know I <laughs> should we just start the whole thing over? No, let's keep going. Let's keep going. God damn it. Yeah. So um, Abby, let's see what you can do with this piece of crap. <laughs> so, so I really like uh, granola in milk. Orange yogurt. This is riveting listening. <laughs> anyway, I really like it the same way you like it. Except, wow. Except I think I prefer it in yogurt because granola, you know, even when made with, with restraint, is still on the sweet side, and I like it with the tang of yogurt. Yeah, I, I prefer it in yogurt, too. Although last night, I, um, I'm still kind of jet-lagged from a recent trip, and I've been uh, doing the thing where I eat, like, a second dinner at 12.30, a.m. Mm-hmm. And uh, last night I had a big bowl of granola with milk and it was great. Uh, how do you feel about granola on ice cream? Um, I have had this recommended to me and it seems like I never think of it at the right time. It sounds great. I don't think I've ever had it. I think maybe I had it on frozen yogurt in the 80s. Yeah, maybe me too. I'm just not that excited about putting it on ice cream. I feel like just give me hot fudge or give me death. Um, yeah, but I... No, I think I think I like the idea. I, I do hot fudge is certainly my favorite ice cream topping and should probably be the subject of a future episode. Uh, but I I think I want to try it. Don't yes. ask me what the difference between granola and mu- and muesli is because I just noticed that was on the agenda, Let's but I have no it. idea what the answer is. Let's skip it. Okay, great. Hey, so Matthew, when you said that you made some granola that wasn't very good. What was wrong with it? Like, let's talk about how to make granola. Okay. So granola is based on oats, right? So if you don't have oats, you don't have granola, but that's really the only non-negotiable ingredient. Yeah, I think, I th- I think so. Yeah. Um, so when I made it and it was not very good, I used too much sugar and not enough fat, I think. Okay. And the result of that was that it was kind of dry and way too sweet. Ah, okay. Were the oats, did they kind of have almost like a shiny kind of... Um... Yes, candied quality yes. to them yeah i think a lot of people like their granola to have that kind of look i i it's it's definitely a good it's, look it's a look it's a look but it's uh you know it gives a very a very kind of brittle texture and uh you know and it means it's too it's going to be too sweet yeah. i think well so um so let's talk about the granolas we've made here today the one that i've made today um is the granola that i have been making lately i've been making my own granola for so long that i am like a card carrying hippie at this point 
Um, at I, this point. At, well, at always points. I, I've been making my own granola for probably like 15 years. Wow. And I have made so many different versions. And this is my current version. But as I was telling you when I first walked in the door, Matthew, this is not as good as it should be. And don't, I feel really sad. Don't, don't apologize. Don't be like the people on Top Chef who come to the judge's table and say, you know, I, I forgot to put the fennel in this dish. It would have been a lot better. And, uh, you know, if they hadn't known, then they okay, would have said it was fine. Fine, fine. Okay, um, well, so... Oh, wait, but you said I, you've been making your... Yes. No, go on, actually. <laughs> I just wanted to see if I could shut you up Caesar Milan yes, style. Yes, you can. Oh, yeah. I am, I am, uh, I'm nothing but, uh, if not trainable. Um, <laughs> you, can, you can also train me uh, um, Barbara Woodhouse style. Is that sit? Oh, I don't know that this one. Is, this is like the, she was the, the, the uh, uh, pre, previous generation's British dog whisperer. It's too bad I don't have a clicker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you have the clapper? <laughs> you know, Brandon bought me one for Christmas. Oh, you do have the... Uh, is it great? Well, we, the, the we, problem is is that our bedroom is like right across the hall from June's. And in order to <laughs> to turn off the light using the clapper, you have to clap pretty loud. And I didn't want to wake her up. Oh. And we, then we tried putting it in our, in our living room next to a lamp. But... Like our footsteps near the near the lamp would turn it on. <laughs> wow! So this is this is also our clapper episode. <laughs> our verdict not so great. It's both too sensitive and not sensitive enough. Yeah, that's story <laughs> of my life. Uh, I don't even know what that means. What are we talking about here? You asked Let's... me something. Oh, I was going to oh, ask you. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. No, I interrupted. Remember, that's why you were shushing me. Um, <laughs> this episode is a disaster. Um, <laughs> You said you started making granola 15 years ago. What was, was there a, an inciting incident? Um, or did you have a granola mentor who brought you into the fold? <laughs> so I really, you know, I think since those early days of Quaker 100% Natural, I liked granola. But most store-bought granola is, can I just say this? Most of it is shit. Except yeah. the really high-end stuff, some of which is really wonderful. And but, really expensive. But it, but it does get expensive if you eat it every day or if there are multiple people in your household who eat it every day, like, like my household. So that's why I started making it, both to save a little money and to make, make it just the way I wanted it done. Can I just say, um, I think I know who I want my granola mentor to be, and it's not you. <laughs> Um, okay, I am totally blanking on this actor's name. Have you seen the movie Roadhouse? No. Um, what else has he been in? He's, he's on Parks and Rec. He's like, uh, you know, kind of a, a wrinkly, tough, skinny uh, guy. Damn it. Wrin- gonna, wrinkly, tough, skinny guy. <laughs> I'm going to pause the show again mm. so I can look up he the name. He reptilian. I, I, yeah, he's, he's great. No, he's, he's a hunk. Hang on. Yes, the person that I meant was Sam Elliott. Okay, and why is he your granola mentor? Well, because he's like, you know, he, he plays kind of a hippie character on Parks and Rec, and, uh, you know, he seems like he'd be, he'd be patient and wise, and he's got a sonorous voice. And, I mean, it, I think he'd be a great anything mentor, but particularly granola. Well, great. Okay, well... Sam Elliott, if you're, if you're a fan of the show, get in touch with us. Uh, we, we want... I, well, I want you to be my granola mentor. And teach me the ways of love. Who do I I want to be my granola mentor? Yeah, that's a good question. How about uh, how about Stevie Nicks? No, Stevie. Um, No, no, she's not a granola mentor. Give me a minute. I'm I'm on to something here. You know what? I have a granola soundtrack. I think that that, I think I can. Yeah, I don't think you need a granola mentor. (laughs) I feel like. 
you know, maybe if I had to set granola to music, I would set it to Jackson Brown. Oh, I think that, that's that's good. <laughs> I like that. Thanks. I don't know why. I, that just feels right to me. Or if you had like, uh, you know, kind of uh, dusty, uh, really uh, crunchy, uh, uh, craggy granola, you could set it to Tom Waits. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> granola soundtracks. Okay. <laughs> it's really a thing. Okay. So how do, how do you make granola? Let's talk about this. Yes. So basically, you, you, you have to have your oats, right? In general, you have... <laughs> seeds and nuts you got to get your oats right yeah you got to get your oats right you get some seeds and some nuts and then you need some fat and you need some kind of sweetener yep Ta-da! so so here's how i did it i think i made like pretty much the most basic granola you could make almost. i bet mine's more basic okay let me tell you what i did and you you be be my substitute granola mentor since uh <laughs> sam elliott canceled at the last minute okay. he said yeah he said he had to help out dalton <laughs> somewhere in texas that's a roadhouse joke um i uh so the recipe i did was from bon appetit um by uh, uh jenny rosenstrock uh we don't know how to pronounce anybody's last name um, I believe I believe I was talking earlier about Sam Elliott, um, and uh, so it's uh, it's oats like old fashioned oats, um, not the quick cooking oats, and uh, you stir them up with uh, I, I used pecans. Uh, she calls for some uh, um, dried fruit and uh, flakes of coconut. I left those out because I wanted to do super basic. So it's oats, pecans, maple syrup, coconut oil, and salt. I like the I like the thought of the coconut oil. Yeah, I had some coconut oil kicking around in the cupboard that I was like, someday I'm going to use this coconut oil, and I did. Awesome! So I, I'm going to taste. Okay, yeah. here I go. I'm going to use. I'm going to stuff it in with my fingers. Stuff it. Good crunch. Mm-hmm. Mm, nice toastiness. You know, some people don't let their granola get dark enough. Right, and I didn't get to the part about like how I cook those things. I didn't just stir them together and then serve. I put it on a sheet pan in the oven, like 300 degrees for like 45. That sounds about right. Maybe a little more than 45 minutes, mm-hmm. um, stirring occasionally. That's really nice. I really like it. Um, I feel like I'm getting a bitter aftertaste from the cinnamon. And I do when That's I. That's right. There's cinnamon. When I've used cinnamon in granola, I've often found that to be the case. Do you think um, do you think it just doesn't work for you, or do you think it would be should be added later so it doesn't burn? Because uh, spices can certainly burn, especially powdered spices. You know, here's it's my probably thing. not necessary. Here's my thing: when you're eating a granola with milk, it tastes absolutely fine. Yeah, but if you're just stuffing it. Do we want to talk about... No, let's let's taste your granola before we get into the chunk issue. So I kind of wish we had started with my granola because oh. my granola doesn't have any spices. And I fear that it's going to... Once again, I'm you apologizing gotta, yeah, for gotta, my granola. Yeah, you got to work on your granola esteem. I think what it is is that I'm sort of the expert in this episode. And I don't um, like being the expert. I want you to be the expert. Okay, let me... Um, I, I don't have a bushy enough mustache to be a granola mentor. Okay. So... Mine. Oh, that's good. Come on. What are you talking about? Isn't that good? (laughs) (laughs) So, mine has no spicing. It's just oats, the big coconut flakes, sometimes called coconut chips, um, walnuts, almonds, olive oil, and maple syrup. Mm. Mm. And... I think it's really important to let the coconut chips get toasty. I was just like going to say really that. Crunchy. You can and buy now. Um, 
this uh i'm sure there's more than one brand of it but the one i know is called dang so i'm gonna uh, dang i'm gonna um, pimp their brand because it's fun to say and it's just uh uh toasted coconut chips in a bag and it is fantastic oh that what could be better um anyway uh the the thing that i find that uh, often steers people down the the wrong gives people a bum steer often gives people a bum steer when making granola mm-hmm. is um fear of fat because the thing is your oats are never going to get very toasty or very tasty if you don't <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that's catchy. From toasty to tasty. <laughs> if you don't use a decent amount of fat. These uh, things need yeah. to be lubricated to toast evenly. Yeah, and don't and when, and don't substitute motor oil. Don't. Um anyway, so yeah, so I, you know, for a batch of my granola, I'm using about six cups of, of oats per batch, mm-hmm. and then quite a lot of, of nuts and coconut. And I use like a full two thirds of a cup of olive oil in yeah, that. Yeah, I think I, I don't I'm not positive the ratio I used. I can check the recipe, but I think that's about what I used with, with coconut oil. Oh and um, it worked really well. Salt. Yes. Oh, you got, you so got to salt important. it more than you think yes. you would, people. Um, yeah. So I think for I, I made a smaller batch than you, and I think still I used like a teaspoon and a half of kosher salt, mm-hmm. which looks like a lot. Mm-hmm. I used two teaspoons. Yeah. And I think I could have even used a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I'm going back to mine now to see. So you know, let's talk about this. Let's talk about clumps because a lot of people okay. feel like granola isn't good if it doesn't have clumps. I wouldn't go that far, but I really like a good clump. Why? Who cares? Well, because, you know, without clumps, like, especially when you're eating it with milk, I think I think if you're eating it with yogurt, fine, I'm okay either way. But with milk, I think it, it just kind of sits in the bottom of the bowl, sadly, if it doesn't have clumps. And, and when you're eating it with milk and you, you're not having as interesting a flavor profile, the variety of textures is more important. I wonder what Sam Elliott could tell us about this because I, frankly, am not a clump expert because clumps don't matter to me. Well, I did a little clump research and I was uh, I ran out of time to actually try any of these things, but the, the things that I read about clumps that seemed most plausible were um, use egg whites, tried it. There are egg whites in mine, actually, now that I remember. Wow, and, yours uh, is not so basic, Matthew. Um, didn't, didn't clump. Uh, don't stir it. When uh, when you're baking or cooling it, I feel like it would toast unevenly, uh, but I, but I haven't tried it. Um, and then someone someone said uh, bake it at like 350 for 10 minutes, and then turn the oven off and leave it in the oven overnight, and then just break it up. It'll stuck together in the morning and break it up into chunks. I hope that works. I'm definitely going to try it. And I, I don't remember who said that, but I we we will put a link to it so they get credit. And. I know that you're concerned about over and under toasting. Yeah. Well, like when I put, you know, I put uh, raw uh, untoasted pecans in and I was worried that they might get fully toasted before the oats were done toasting. And it turned out I didn't need to worry because they, they finished at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because they're moistened. <laughs> isn't it great when things finish at the same time? God, it is great. Um, kind of makes my day. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think because they got moistened. doesn't happen very they, often. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Go on. No, no, just just keep giggling. <laughs> 
hey, would you like to take five minutes to help out the show and be entered to win a $100 Amazon gift card? Just go to podsurvey.com slash milk and fill out a short survey about what kind of advertising you do and don't like to hear on ours and your other favorite podcasts. It'll uh, take you less than five minutes. It costs you nothing. We will not use your email address for anything evil. Uh, and in fact, we will only send you an email if you're a winner. That address again is podsurvey.com slash milk. Thank you so much for your help. I think the beauty of granola <laughs> is that it's all it's all coated in <laughs> now, now I'm listening, Sam. <laughs> it's all lubricated. <laughs> so, it's all moistened and it it kind of I think slows down the toasting of the bigger chunks. <laughs> like, like, what? <laughs> That made sense. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I think I think it's I think it works out. Yeah. No. no that that uh, there's there's a much there's a much wider range of of uh, what am I trying to say? You don't have to pull it at just the right moment so much as in the same way that you. Do. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I didn't mean to say that. Oh boy. Um. Wow. Yeah, whatever. I think everybody gets it. They <laughs> yes. get it. <laughs> it's not toasting granola, not that hard. Yeah. Um, I will absolutely make my own granola again. This is this was my first successful granola outing. It was my second granola outing overall. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Matthew's outing himself. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, and I, I'm going to be finishing off this batch of granola in the next couple of days, and then I'll probably make another one. Great. Sounds good. Um, anything else you want to discuss with me before we turn on the Jackson Brown and wrap up this episode? Well, like what kind of, I, I, you know, I, I was I was really uh, uh, reticent on the mix-ins. Are, are there any mix-ins that you like that we haven't gotten to? I read, I read someone recommended um, uh, Cocoa Nibs, which sounds fantastic. Yeah. Never tried it. So, so my friend Megan Gordon, who actually makes a wonderful granola that um, is one of those high-end granolas I was mentioning that is the exception to the rule in, in commercial granola mm-hmm. making. Um, Megan makes a granola called Marge. Um, she sells it nationwide, and she does a, a granola that has cacao nibs in it, and oh. it's fantastic. Because you get that kind of chocolatey, kind of bitter chocolate flavor without the sweetness. Oh, yeah. So it still feels kind of breakfast appropriate. Yeah, because if you, if you put like chocolate chips in, I'm sure that would be good, but then it would be trail mix at that point, I think. Mm-hmm. Although I will say, I do like chocolate in granola. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. how could you not? But it, I, I definitely want it to be dark chocolate, maybe 60% or above. Yeah. I think, we're, I think we're running out of steam here. I quickly. think we are. I mean, okay. I am so bored. Uh, yeah, thanks. Just um, kidding. I, I, was, I was not at all bored with this episode, especially not when you talked about <laughs> pulling it at just the right time. <laughs> It is so important for so many reasons. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so we're going to post uh, links to uh, both of the granola recipes that we made. What do you call yours? I haven't given it a name yet. You know, I'm going to post it on my blog soon. So, oh, okay. So then it'll have a name. So by the time this comes out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, there'll be a link to that. There'll be a link to the uh, Bon Appetit recipe that uh, that I made and uh, to some uh, granola-related articles that we found along the way. Find all that at spilledmilkpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. And you can find more, all that and more. Yes, probably more. Podcast.com. Um, yeah, maybe maybe a picture of the granolas we ate. Mm-hmm. 
And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes. That's the thing I always say. Uh, that's and my, my thing. That's your thing. Just leaving reviews on iTunes all day. <laughs> and until next time, uh, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, the show that just finished right on time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amsterburton. Today is a show about one of our favorite grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> start over, okay? <laughs> Boy, Abby was complaining that she that she had a hard time finding a good outtake on one of our recent episodes. Not this one. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, it's. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.